0: You're listening to the Digital Mastermind podcast, the place for entrepreneurs who are invested in improving themselves and their business. With your host, business coach, and serial entrepreneur, Hillary Russell.
1: Hey everyone, I'm Hillary Russell, your host, and welcome to another episode of the Digital Mastermind. I've got an awesome guest with us today todd russell who is also my dad (laughs) thanks for joining us today oh dad oh i um i'm excited to have you on today because um just to give everyone a little bit of background so he has been involved in the sales and marketing space for the last 20-25 years and has held positions with companies as the Vice President of Business Development, um, Sales Director, Marketing Directors, and just has a lot of experience. But more specifically, for our conversation today, he is an expert with networking and using LinkedIn to leverage your connections. So welcome, and thanks again for uh, taking some time to talk with me. (laughs) Thank you,
0: Hillary. And, you know, I'm very proud of you and proud of what you're doing and who you are. So I feel privileged to be here.
1: Thank you. Well, why don't you tell everyone just a little bit about what you've been up to the past 20 plus years? (laughs) 20 years.
0: Well, 20 years ago, it was a Tuesday. Uh, (laughs) I remember it vividly. Um, Just kidding. So 20 years ago, No, we're not going to start there. My career, let's just talk through that in general, uh, has been in sales and marketing. Um, I had the opportunity to work with my father at a very young age. He had an upholstery business. And what I learned from him was how to communicate with people, how to work with people, the value of people. Um, He, yeah, he respected everybody and treated everybody the same. And that's probably the most valuable lesson anybody can ever learn. Um, But that being said, uh, in my life and in business, what I've learned is to always be genuine, to always try to help other people as much as you can. So it doesn't matter if that's coming from you're in a leadership position, or even if you're being mentored or if you're the mentor, right? You always want to be able to be genuine and you want to be honest and you want to be able to help people. In any area that you can so
1: mm-hmm.
0: anyway those that's what I've learned I've had uh, my experience has spanned across telecommunications um, software and hardware I've worked in sales and marketing um, so I've worked with companies that are small uh, for 25 30 people I've worked with companies that are 15,000 employees So across the board, I've got experience with a lot of different companies from the inside, working with clients, working with uh, prospects that range from five employees all the way up to, you know, some of the largest companies out there. So yeah, some really good experience on that side. I've been blessed.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, you do have a really amazing background and I feel like I'm super lucky because I I'm your daughter. So I get to get easy access to an awesome mentor.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> well, Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I appreciate that. You're, you're good. I appreciate that. You've, you've been phenomenal and I love being able to, um, help, especially in this case, you kind of, um, leapfrog and maybe miss some of the hurdles that I had to go through or go over. Um, And if i can help anybody in that situation i'd love to especially my daughter so i i love that
1: thank you yeah i um i feel super lucky too because with us both being based here in the salt lake valley um silicon slopes area i've over the past seven eight years have been able to network with a lot of the same people that you have worked with in the past and it's always awesome to have people find out that I am your daughter because it's always the same reaction it's oh my gosh no way Pod's not old enough to have a daughter that old oh. <laughs> and also <laughs> what a phenomenal guy um it's always the same reaction though that um you're such a genuine person and that you truly care about the connections in your network that is without a doubt like hands down the thing that I always hear um And it's cool too. I remember one of the first times, probably about six or seven years ago, when I first started in a corporate sales position, I asked for your help on just learning the basics, right? And that was one of the things that you kind of expressed and explained to me at the beginning was the importance of networking and really making like a true human connection with either your mentors or people in your network that you're just, you know, connecting with um, but not pushing sales necessarily, just being human and just making a good connection.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's key. I think we all know um, there are people out there that just want to meet just for the business. Right. And kudos to them. If it works for them, Um, it's not a long um, term successful plan. I I don't think. you burn a lot of bridges, I think, that way. If people see that you're only in there one-sided, only for me, then I think that's short-term, and it can turn a lot of people off. I think that if you're, just like you just said, if you're genuine and you're in there to get to know people, and you understand them, who they are, what they do, and you care about them, you have that relationship, it goes so far, and it helps um, you to build an understanding of, this is my network this is how I can help people. Right. And if you have that, I think it just adds to who you are. I think it's a a very positive thing.
1: Right. Yeah. And I think that it helps too, to, um, have people see that you are in there for the right reasons, you know, when someone has the right right intentions to make a connection. Um, it's what is that saying that, you know, if you are doing things for the right reason, money will follow. Um, you have good intentions, you know, other referrals and things like that will come back. It's karma. So, um, yeah. yeah, I love that. I, so around those same lines, I wanted to talk, um, like I mentioned at the beginning more specifically about LinkedIn. Um, I think this past year with the pandemic and everything, it's been crazy. It's made a huge yeah. impact on thousands, hundreds and thousands of businesses, um, on every single level. And for individuals who are either, you know, holding positions for these businesses as sales or in marketing or for individuals who are running their own thing, running their own type of business. um, There's been a lot of adjustments that have been made to the way that we network. And so I wanted to get your insights a little bit on how that the changes that you've seen, like the biggest changes you've seen over the past almost nine months now and what, um, what you feel has been advantageous in using the online platforms to connect. Yeah,
0: so that's, I think that's key. Right now, um, LinkedIn usage is by far probably the highest it's ever been. Uh, people have leaned towards that because it's one of the only alternatives, right, to meeting in person. Um, we have our Zoom, we have our WebEx, we have all of that. But increasing your network and getting out in front of people um, really has come down to LinkedIn as one of the, the biggest areas out there, um, uh, the biggest ways to connect with people. And even, I think you've seen, like, if you're like me, you've seen a lot of salespeople um, coming out and reaching out. Um, some do it really good and some do it very poorly, but using LinkedIn as a way to to, uh, reach their prospects or try to reach out. So I've seen a huge increase in LinkedIn usage um, in posts, in people engaging with others. It's been great to watch from my standpoint. I think it's, it's a tool that has been there for a very long time. I think I've been on it since 2003. And it's such a great tool. It's changed a lot over the years, but it's still just an incredible tool for anybody in business. And so that's been the the change I've seen is over the last nine months, I think the usage, people who normally wouldn't be on or normally don't spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. I know a lot of people who are now paying for their membership uh, because they want additional features. They want to be able to reach out to people that they um, aren't networked with. And so I've seen a big uh, uptick in that. And advertising has gone um, crazy on LinkedIn. So AJ Wilcox, a good friend of ours, right? He's um, doing a lot on that side of it, but man, he's, he's seen an increase in, in business as well. And so it's just, if you watch LinkedIn, you watch what's happening. A lot is happening on LinkedIn. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, definitely. Well, um, yeah. And like you, like you said, that was another thing that I was going to touch on. I, I feel like if there's one thing that I've noticed the most over the last you know nine months with LinkedIn, it's that there are twice as many horrible connectors on, <laughs> on, in my inbox. You know, well, um, and so what would you say as far as connecting with someone? What do you feel is like you know if you had to teach someone from scratch? What is the proper way to connect and to start building a connection? purely over the platform right because we can't meet in person
0: (laughs) right so yeah i think that's i think you're correct i think there are a lot of people that are just trying to reach out like they would normally in their sales prospecting for example um but if you look at things just in like in reality if if you were to walk into a room and there were a lot of people there you wanted to network with how would you approach them and How do you want that reaction from them to come to you, right? And then how do you want to react properly to them? And a lot of times if you're walking up, and I'm trying to grab somebody's card here. um, If you're walking up and you're just like, hey, this is who I am and give them your card and expect to have an all of a sudden, oh, I've been waiting for you. That kind of thing's not going to happen usually. And I think a lot of people approach LinkedIn and the connections in a way that, Hey, this is who I am. I'd love to connect with you. And by the way, this is what I'm selling. I think you'd be a perfect client for us. And um, could you have some time today to maybe talk about 20 to 30 minutes? And that's a horrible way to start a relationship, right? So if I were to talk to somebody about just starting with uh, LinkedIn and how to get things going, even if they've had an account for many years, um, here's some a couple of things. Number one, You want to be posting. So whether that is a post that you just put a thought out or make a comment um, about something in business that you're familiar with or an expertise at or an expert at, and you post that, uh, you're going to get some reaction on that, right? You want to engage with anybody that comments on those. And this is, we're talking basic here, but that's how you want to start your network and getting them engaged. The more engagement you get on that post, the wider it's going to go. So your post is not sent out to your whole network right off the bat. Um, it's going to be sent out to a portion of your network. If they respond, the more engagement that it gets, the wider it's going to be broadcast out. And the more people you get from outside of your network commenting on it, the more traction it's going to get. And and the more comments you're going to start getting on it and the more interaction opportunity you have on that. And so it just will snowball from there. Right? So I've seen some of these snowball. Um, Most comments, a lot of people get like 10, 20, 30 comments, which is pretty average on a LinkedIn post. Um, But there are a lot of people, influencers out there that are getting hundreds of thousands of, of interactions on their posts and, you know, I've got people that I know that I work with um, and they've been able to go out and, and put a post out. And I remember one gentleman who po- I was talking with and he we went to lunch. He went back to his office and he, post, he made a post on LinkedIn and sent it out. And he sent me a text and said, hey, check this out. And I thought, dude, what are you doing? It's Friday. You can't post on a Friday afternoon at five o'clock. And I, then I read his post. It had two or three spelling mistakes in it. Uh, the grammar was not perfect. Um, and I remember thinking, "You waste, this is such good material. You wasted it on a Friday. And I thought, every, everybody's going to go. Because traditionally, that's what it had been.
1: Yeah.
0: This is, this is right before COVID hit. His post over the weekend got over 175,000 views. And the comments were off the chart by far the largest he had ever done. Um, I think the largest he had ever had up to that point was about 5,000. Wow. But what really drove that post was that he was genuine. He said what he wanted to say. He knows what he's talking about. He's got experience, right? So he, he just put it out there. And when he put it out there, he saw the mistakes in it. And he said, you know what? I don't care. Because the people that do care about what I'm saying, they're not going to care if I used T-O instead of T-O-O. Right. Or, um, you know, he's in finance and he's like, hey, my time is valuable. I want to put something out there. It'll make sense if they read it with their mind. If they're reading it to find my faults, then they probably don't need to be reading it. So it was kind of interesting to go through that with him. Um, more information than you wanted to hear, sorry.
1: No, that's awesome.
0: But it's a great example to me and I think to everybody on LinkedIn is that, it, and it would go to some of the things I would, I would coach somebody on is just be genuine and be you. A lot of people spend so much time proofreading what they wanna post
1: mm-hmm. on a
0: simple paragraph, making sure they have the words correct. They'll sit on it for a week or more, going through it and re- rewriting it and at the end, just delete it because they don't dare post it.
1: Mm-hmm. And what
0: I would say to that is just post it, be you. Because another thing that I've, I've realized over the years is that if you have something that you find of interest or if you have something you're thinking about, there are so many other people that are thinking that same exact thing, but not saying it. Right. So you will engage with somebody on that level. It's just getting it out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's such a good point. I, I know that even myself, I am, you know, I've I've done that same thing where I'm like, ooh, I should post something about this, and I like type it out a little bit and then overthink it. My God, like, oh, no, I just won't post it.
0: We, I think, human nature is we all do that. Um, another guy, um, the, a friend of mine, phenomenal guy, right? He has a book that he's written, authored. Mm-hmm. It's out with thousands of copies that he sold. Um, He's got an incredible background. Work-wise, he's done a ton. Um, If you were to look at it on paper, you'd think, man, this guy is successful, he's great. And he is, in real life, he is. But in his mind, he didn't have that confidence to be able to post as an expert um, or just post as a human being, right? And somebody who had had experience in that area. And so he finally got a post. We were talking back and forth and I had challenged him to just post, put a post up. He had never posted on LinkedIn, um, although he had been a member for years.
1: Wow.
0: Um, so he finally wrote it and he had it in Word and he had it in Word for like three days. <laughs> and it was, it was one of those where he'd go back and re I got to change that word. And finally we were just sitting there and we're like, uh, just post it. You know? Yeah. What's the, what's the worst? Nobody comments on it. So what? You know? Nobody's going to walk around with a t shirt that says, Can you believe this idiot posted this on LinkedIn? <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. Right. They don't care. Right. So just post it. And he posted it. And I, I got the text like right after he posted it. He texted me. He's like, I posted it. I did it. I hit, I hit post. And he was so excited. But the interaction he got, from people because they wanted to engage with somebody on that subject matter Mm -hmm. was huge and so it started growing and and they were asking for more information and he started posting more and he got more and more confidence and he's posting out on a regular basis which is phenomenal and I love seeing that I think people getting out and interacting with people um, you know your network is your network but Mm -hmm. once you start posting on a regular basis and you're presenting Mm -hmm. who you are and what your experience is and your knowledge, um, people start wanting to interact with you. And if you do that on a regular basis, so the bare minimum on LinkedIn, I would say, um, is two posts a week. Um, I would encourage anybody who wants to aggressively grow their LinkedIn to be doing a lot more than that. Uh, maybe a post a day. Uh, and there's a lot of things that factor into this, right? So. Uh, one little nugget that I'll give you is if you if you post something and it starts getting a lot of traction, for example, let it ride. Don't post something else um, on LinkedIn. Let that keep going. Let the momentum go on that. So I'm not saying let it go for a week, but don't post something an hour later.
1: Right.
0: Your your momentum is just getting going on that, and with the algorithms that LinkedIn uses, and the way that it works you want that to have some organic growth. As soon as you post something else, your focus from your profile and your LinkedIn, um, all of a sudden goes to the new post. And so it's not pushing the old post anymore. Um, and we can get into a lot more than that. I mean, articles are another great way if anybody is, is blogging or vlogging or doing anything like that. If you've got content, you should be putting it in articles articles live forever on linkedin
1: yeah and it's
0: a great way to share your knowledge and your information that you have and be able to put it out there and reference back and forth to it Um, i've seen some that have been referenced back you know five years later because it's a principle that is true and it's something that you can refer to it doesn't matter if it's 2020 or if it's back in 1996 The principle is true and it's a great article. And so those are things that you can reference back to.
1: Awesome. Yeah, that was, um, you actually answered a lot of the questions that I had, which is perfect. Um, I was going to ask how many times, you know, you would advise to post on LinkedIn. So I think that's great. You know, at least two potentially every single day, depending on your aggressiveness with that, but then also the type of content that you're posting. And I think that, you know, you're spot on with LinkedIn, it does, it has very unique algorithms compared to the other social platforms that we're used to. Um, Like, you know, look at Twitter, for example, you could post 20, 30 times a day and it's not going to necessarily affect the, um, you know, the reach that your previous post gets. Whereas on LinkedIn, you know, you're absolutely right. If you're posting, you know, the same way you would on Twitter, you're going to annoy a lot of people, but then also it's not going to really get very far. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So with, with LinkedIn, where you're talking about, you know, using other types of content, like writing an article, um, do you suggest doing that article writing within LinkedIn or linking it to an additional page or something like that? What do you... Great
0: question. I'm going to bring my doll out just like yours. So...
1: Hey... (laughs) Little twinner Japanese dolls. (laughs) Wonder
0: wonder where you got that,
1: huh? (laughs) Um, So, that is
0: a great question. Um,
1: Wait, I have to say really quick for the people listening on the podcast that didn't see that, we both pulled out Japanese dolls that we have (laughs) that are sitting on our desks. Okay, continue. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, Japanese wooden
1: dolls. I was thinking that's probably going to sound really weird to the people listening.
0: Right, right. (laughs) Good, good point. So on that, um, as far as posting and i uh, sorry, your question. Now I've, I've kind of,
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. What type of content? So when you
0: Perfect. Post, okay. where well, where at. Yeah. So there's, I know uh, I'm going to reference back to AJ Wilcox. Okay. Yeah. So AJ is, if you don't know AJ Wilcox, AJ is by far the number one ads guy on LinkedIn. Um, If you want to do an ad on LinkedIn, AJ Wilcox is the guy to reach out to. Now, I was fortunate enough to do some training with AJ. Um, Excuse me, we were um, in front of a group and he had me come in to talk about profiles while he was doing the ad side of it. Um, And some great um, knowledge was shared right back and forth. And uh, I was able to talk with AJ before uh, the training, we went back and forth on a few things. We, we disagree on a few things um, on the profile side. But again, it's all personality-based. As far as posting goes, here's mm-hmm. what I recommend and what I think is important. Number one, it shouldn't always be about you. Mm-hmm. I think that a good rule of thumb is to post about your business about every third or fourth post. So if you, for example, I'm in PEO right now. And if I am approaching somebody about PEO every day and that's all I'm talking about, um, they're going to get used to that and might be callous to that and might just be like, oh, hey, that's Todd, and I don't want to hear about that today. Um, They might not feel like they even have an interest in PEO. So I think it's important to talk about things that you're passionate about, talk about things of interest, and talk about experience that you have, that you've developed over the years. And use that to engage with people. Because the bottom line is, LinkedIn is all about engaging. It's not just about making contacts. I know people that have 20 plus thousand people in their network that they're connected to. That network does them no good unless they engage with them. So you could have a network of 500 people and be a lot more successful in your networking if you're engaging with that 500. Mm -hmm. than somebody with 20 or 30,000 connections and it is a matter of just connecting with people and so taking the time to be relevant um, with who you feel you are and sharing that really comes through and people engage with that so again every three to four times you post post something about your business Mm -hmm. um, and and have it be engaging ask people to engage with you right um, the other times that you're posting, post something about somebody else in your network. Highlight them. Talk about why they're a good connection, why they're a good business, um, why you would, you know, recommend them. Um, talk about philosophies, business books. Um, you know what you've learned. Something that's really stuck out to you this year. A goal that you're trying to achieve this year that you want to state and have out there and be held accountable by other people. But just saying that, you know, hey, here's, my goal this year is to read 52 books. So I'm going to put that out there and every week I'm going to tell you what book I'm reading. And maybe that's one of your posts. Yeah. um, right. so something simple like that.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: those are just some ideas. I mean, to me, there are people that just post the same thing over and over again. And you did get callous to it. You look at it and it's, it's not something that's really engaging. And so it's not something that you're going to be attracted to or compelled really to comment on or react to.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah i I think that's really good advice i've I know exactly what you're talking about with you know getting callous to the same type of posts. Um, I can think of a couple of examples, you know right now, just thinking of scrolling through my LinkedIn feed. There's people that I think have the misconception that because it is a uh, business networking platform, that you know, they have the wrong idea of what that networking means and are just pushing their product or their service. Um, yeah. And you're exactly right, you know, the, the human mind, I, I know for me at least, just gets used to seeing that. And it's just something that I see and automatically scroll through. Just like, you know, on Instagram or Facebook, when you have someone that's always posting drama or always posting videos yeah. of themselves talking, yep. um, you just scroll right through. You know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very true. And, yeah. and here's the thing. I, I will relate this to the sales side. Right. Um, so in sales, I look back through my career and I've had a lot of really good sales reps I've worked with, uh, phenomenal sales reps. And I've had some that I'm, I just wonder why they're even in sales. Um, for an example, right? And this is to tie into LinkedIn, but uh, a sales rep that I worked with in the past um, was always putting forth great effort. He always knew where to go to to look for prospects um, and he'd go door to door, right? So he would target the right people. But his approach was... Not well-received. I remember getting a call saying, hey, you need to come get your salesperson out of our lobby because he's been here for three hours Mm. with pizza at three o'clock in the afternoon. And number one, we don't want the pizza. Uh, It's, you know, been sitting there for three hours. He's been waiting to see a specific person at the company who didn't want to see him. And instead of just leaving a note or uh, something a card or anything um he decided to sit and wait and he was going to see that guy no matter what and so we actually got a call and they said hey um if you can't get him out of here in the next 15 minutes i'm going to call the police because he's he's been here for way too long
1: oh my gosh <laughs> so
0: <clears throat> that is an aggressive in a different kind of way I, uh, sells right um applaud his effort in, in determination and resilience and wanting to stay there. Um, but not, not the approach, right? Same thing on LinkedIn. So on LinkedIn, it's great to be engaging. Um, I think you will catch a lot more attention. If you are putting out valuable information,
1: mm-hmm.
0: providing value in a way that people can take it without feeling like they are going to be trapped or, that you're trying to get something from them. So if you're able to just provide value and the knowledge that you have and share that in a genuine way and help people as much as you can on that side of it, I think that goes a long So I think that helps a lot to um, break the ice, really, with people and help them see who you are right off the bat and understand that they can engage with you. They don't have to worry about engaging with you that you're going to try to corner them or or pin them down on anything. Does that right. make sense?
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's um that's really good advice and I think that's something that is you know commonly talked about in both sales and marketing that regardless of if you're, you know, running ads or if you are meeting someone new or speak, you know, sales conversation with a new prospect even, one of the first things that you need to do is build trust. And, um, I think that, you know, as I think some people are more natural at it than others, um, but particularly over online platforms, right. Um, this year in specific, I think that a lot of people are trying to learn the best way to do that over LinkedIn. Um, so I just wanted to ask last thing, and then I'll let you take it with anything else you want to say, but, um, What would you suggest are maybe a couple of ideas of the best ways to connect and start beginning to build that trust with someone that you have no connection with otherwise, so it's the first time meeting?
0: That's a great question. Um, And I bet there are 10,000 different opinions on this, right? So in my opinion, and, and how I reach out to people or try to reach out to people and connect with them on LinkedIn is just by, again, being genuine. So there may be a company that I'm researching that I want to reach. And I even if I have their email address, even if I have their phone number, um, LinkedIn is just another tool, just like a phone number, just like an email address, to be able to reach to them. So what I would suggest and what I try to practice is, again, providing value. So if you come across as man, you'd be a good client for me. Mm. That's probably not going to be the best way to connect with somebody. But if you were to reach out to somebody and say, hey, look, I see you're a business owner. This is the time right now. Everybody I know is going through this. I want to reach out to you. I'd love to connect with you. uh, If you're open to it, Um, I've got some information that I'm willing to share with you that has helped other businesses during this time to be able to weather the storm and to be able to come out on top Um, and really focus on their core business. And I I just want to share that with you. And I'm not asking for anything in return. And, you know, being straight up with people like that um, and being blunt and then following through on that is huge. So being able to uh, be genuine, I think, is number one. Um, A lot of people, and this worked 10 years ago, um, people would reach out and say, you know, hey, I just want – 30 minutes of your time or can we just set up a quick call? And while that's great, and ultimately I think anybody you connect with, Mm -hmm. if you're not willing to have a five or 10 minute phone call with them, why connect? Um, to me, that's that just doesn't make sense. So if I connect to somebody and we have the opportunity to get on a phone call, to do a Zoom meeting, I'm all about that. I want to meet with as many people as I can to get to know their business, understand them, what they do, and hopefully they're reciprocating, right? Hopefully they wanna know what I do. Hopefully they wanna to get to know me and they wanna know um, not just about me and what I'm doing, but reciprocate back and forth with knowledge of uh, what they're doing in business, what you know, what's working for them, what's not working. Um, that's what I look for. And I use that in, in every day when I talk to people. Um, you know, I talked to a lot of different businesses and using that in a way that you can engage with people and business owners for example using other information that you have about other, uh, about business owners is a great way to engage with them um, but I don't know if that answers your question very well but to me it's it's all about being genuine I think too many people have been exposed to you know we just want a quick phone call um, whatever provide some value and if you do that up front then i think you're going to get a lot more out of it and you're going to find a lot more people willing to connect with you and i'll take it a one more thing i would add on to that is if you are engaging on linkedin you're putting out content that people are engaging with and that you are responding back to them and it's true you know knowledge that you have that you're sharing maybe it's your business maybe it's your business experience whatever it is um and they're engaging in that that's where you start generating your network people will start connecting with you because they want to know more about what you have to say they want to be engaged with somebody who isn't afraid to say here's my opinion here's what i think and here's why show me that i'm wrong and be open to that you know and so Anyway, that's, that's how I look at it. I don't know if that answers your question very well, but um, there's a lot of sales experts out there that um, pitch different ideas on LinkedIn and third-party apps that will go out and generate a lot of connections for you. You can just target the people that you want, but I challenge you on that um, because if you're building a real network of people that will engage with you, you've got to be doing the the real work you've got to be posting on a regular basis you've got to be engaging with people that are commenting or liking um, your posts and you've got to be putting content out there that people want people are thinking about and that's the content you're thinking about so if you're thinking about it and it's something that is on your mind about business or even personal life whatever it is challenges of being a father challenges of being an entrepreneur challenges of having a sales quota or whatever it might be putting that out there and asking people their opinion is another way of engagement and getting people to engage with that. So anyway, roundabout um, answer to your question um, of how to engage with people. But really when I look at it and I talk to people about how to build their network, it all stems from their activity on LinkedIn and if they are putting good information out and they're engaging with people on LinkedIn, they don't have to really put all their effort into connecting with people. People will be reaching out to them and wanting to connect with them. And you'll still have to uh, you know, reach out to, to people, various people, and, and you'll do that by being more engaged on LinkedIn and engaging in other people's posts and commenting and not just, Hey, that's awesome. Thanks. Um, but really engaging. Hey, I like your, I like your post. I have a question about this. Uh, why, why did you say that? You know, whatever it is. And not going be across as a, um, negative person on that side of it, but just really engaging with them on that and, and looking for clarity. So. I yeah.
1: like, no, I like that a lot. I think that is, um, a really good tip for people that are just you know looking for a way to break the ice with new people just continue posting and you know be consistent in what you're posting um, but also just be, be yourself don't try to yeah. analyze it or you know make it seem or be perceived a specific way just you know continue being your genuine self like you would in person and yeah you know, through time, you're going to continue building that trust with the people in your network and the people that are truly intrigued by what you're doing are going to organically, you know, surface and you'll be able to. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. That's really awesome. Um, well, thank you so much. I feel like there's been a lot of really great tips and advice and insight that's been shared. Um, and I know it's been super helpful for me too. you know, growing a business in the middle of a pandemic that is solely online um, has been fun, but also challenging. And so, you know, learning more things about LinkedIn and the way that that can be leveraged is super helpful. Um, yeah. Before we end the conversation, is there anything that you would like to say or um, where can people connect with you? What's, uh, what's the best way to get into that if they have questions?
0: Yeah, so um, my LinkedIn profile is really easy to find. My extension is just Todd Russell, T O D D R U S S E L L at the end of the Um Happy to connect with anybody, and always look for great engagement with uh, new people. So I uh, love that part of it. Uh, final words I would just say is challenge people to do something today on LinkedIn. Uh, make that post. Make uh, write an article. If you have a blog. For heaven's sakes, and and I have to go back because I had this in my mind. I did not answer your question earlier about um, posting on LinkedIn. If you post an article on LinkedIn, back it up. Put it on your blog and then post it on LinkedIn because you don't own your content on LinkedIn. Um, once you post it there, it could be deleted the next day. Um, you don't have control over that. So make sure you have a backup. Put it on your own personal blog and. That's my challenge is really just to go out and put a post out today. Be genuine, be who you are, um, and put a post out there. If there's something that's been gnawing at you or a business question that you have or a statement that you'd like to make about business, put it out there. I guarantee there's people that want to engage.
1: I like that. I like that. I feel inspired because I know that I need to do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have a lot of information to put out. You've got so much experience so many good things. So
1: I need to get on it. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much for taking time to, to chat through all these things with me today. I really appreciate it.
0: Anytime. Love thank it. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been another episode of the digital mastermind podcast with Hillary Russell. For more information on The Mastermind, visit us online at therussellcollective.com slash mastermind. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you next time. And remember, stay moving and keep your momentum. Your future self will thank you.